Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. That's so very important. If you seriously want to break free from the kind of thinking that keeps you going around and around and around and around having the same issue, especially when it comes to money, you have to step out and start forcing yourself to make decisions differently and holding yourself to a higher standard or it never changes. It will never change. We are so programmed in our mind to think that if we want something, we have to give something up, um, something else that we want up in order to get it, especially when it comes to money. That it, it not only is it habitual, but there are so many emotions that are locked into that idea. It takes time to break them. It takes time to get out of it. And it, and it also takes time to have the experiences that there, that there's a completely different reality that you can live by. Um, and I'll tell you, very few people do this because very few people actually want to change. They want the result, but they don't actually want to change. So I see things like um, a person will say, I want to do this. This is something that's, that's good for me. This is beneficial to me, but I also need to do other things. So I'm thinking about giving this one thing up so, because I need to pay for something else. And when you're running a business, you, you can't think that way. You can't deny one area that, is, that needs something in order to go to another area by sacrificing one. It's the wrong sacrifice. What you're not sacrificing is the thought that says that you can't, you can't have or do both. The question then becomes, how do I get the money? How do I raise the money? How do I earn the money? That's the skill that you want to become, that you want to master. That's the skill that you want to master. You have to really see if you master that skill, you break the paradigm of of either or, of not being able to have enough, of not being able to do two things at once. And the only reason is because that's the reality that you've experienced over and over and over again. So, really seriously give this some consideration. Um, one of the reasons one of the reasons that in the beginning that I studied so long was that every time I got a bit of information, I used to really think about it for a long period of time. And I would think to myself, does that apply in this area? Does that apply in this area? Is it true? I'm looking for a place that it's actually not true. Is there somewhere? This new bit of information that I'm getting is not true. And then how do I know it's not true? How do I know that I'm not just making something up in my mind, right? So I was always looking for proving to myself so that I could believe 100% that it was true. It takes time to do this. Changing how you think is a lifelong pursuit. It does get easier because once you build a new foundation of most of the falsities that you that have been stored in your mind, it absolutely gets easier. Absolutely. 
because you're getting rid a lot of the, um, well, like Napoleon Hill said, like a lot of the superstitions, a lot of the things that are half-truths, a lot of the things that we've been taught to manipulate us. And here's another thing. One of the places that I found that you can verify a lot of this, as far as how you were manipulated, is just go back and study some history. Like if you have questions about religion, I had so many questions about religion, like I was so screwed up in that area, it was crazy. I did a deep dive, not only into religion, but the history of those religions and how they came about and how they were formed and what was the political advantage of making decisions. And you can see where things get twisted and manipulated in order to further a different agenda. You know, when Europe was run by Catholicism entirely before the Reformation, everything had to go before that religion, before it could be done. That's what, that's where the, the morals and the, most of the morals and values that we all know came from that era. But when you study it and you see how much it was manipulated, you can then look at what is actually true and what's not true. When you look at how major companies and organizations manipulate data in order to further their agenda and then market to your insecurities, you realize what's true and what's not true. And for the most part, we really understand that we bought into a load of crap in most areas of our life as far as what's true and what's not true. And what's crazy about it is that most of the world runs on that, runs on those ideas. They run on those ideas until they no longer serve and then they give those ideas up and they create some other illusion for people to buy in. If you have not read, uh, oh, what was the book? Um, the True Believer by Eric Hoffer. Read that book. Read that book. That book explains how thousands, hundreds, thousands, millions of people can get lured into a mass consciousness of whatever the loudest voice is saying over and over and over again. It's nuts. It's really nuts. And to then figure out how do I separate myself from that manipulation, society's manipulation, and then here's the craziest part about it. So it trickles down, right? It's trickled down through history. It's trickled all the way down into our generations. But most of the people that you know believe it. So that's a problem. Because they're not intentionally trying to manipulate you. When you start to do something that goes against what they believe, you scare the hell out of them. And then what does that do to you if these people are close to you? It makes you feel unbelievably uncomfortable and insecure. People literally attack you because they think the road that you're going down is totally crazy and irresponsible. And you don't know that it's not until you prove to yourself that it's not. I told you before, when I first started, I didn't know if I was losing my mind or not. Like it, it seemed so crazy to me to do these things because it was 100% the opposite of what I had learned was a responsible life. And I had to take each one, one at a time, basically, and prove it to the nth degree. It was either going to work or it wasn't. But I had to ask myself, am I in 
Am I doing the very best that I can? Is it me that's not working or is it the principle that's not working? And everything that I'm teaching you are all principles that, that work, that I have worked, that I have done. They're all principles that Steph has done. Anything that I never learned that I found out was a little bit BS, I, I'm not teaching you that. I never pursued it. I never went any further with it. So these are all principles that absolutely work. But you have to get clear in your mind that you're the one that's working them and that you're not the one that's, or are you the one that's actually causing it not to work? If you are working when it comes to money, you have to ask yourself, if the money's not there, where did I stop? Where did I stop? Because I'll guarantee you, you stopped. Somewhere you stopped. The circumstances that you're facing, the results that you're seeing, in some way convinced you to stop. Because if you don't stop, there's no way it cannot happen. There's no way it cannot happen. Every person I've ever worked with, if they can get themselves to get through the place where they stop, they will see that the door opens every single time. And you can ask anybody that's that like, if you ever come to our corporate office and you see the people that are hanging on the walls, just ask them. They'll tell you. They'll tell you the exact same thing. They'll tell you about being in the place where they were scared, where they cried, where everybody around them was going crazy because of what they were doing, but they kept, they wanted it so much, they kept pushing through the place that, that was either creating confusion for themselves or it wasn't working and literally got on the other side of it so that they could really experience if this was true or not. Doors will be open everywhere. everywhere. Let's see. I mean, what was the first step? I mean, I started off uh, going to a Tony Robbins seminar. That was really the first thing that I did. But that didn't give me what I wanted. That was not answering the questions that I was looking for. It just it happened over a period of time. I, there was no one book. The, big, the book that took me the farthest, the fastest in my head was The Science of Getting Rich. But there's other books that have just as much, I would say, um, just as much power, just as much clarity for me as that book did in very specific areas. And I've been teaching you from those books. You know, it's uh, Think and Grow Rich. It's um, God Works Through Faith. It's Working Through the Law. It's all the things that keep the truth in front of you about these very specific principles. But right now, I'm giving you the foundation, you know, the core principles of the foundation, which are those laws. Those are the things, no matter where we go, you want to keep coming back and mastering those. You know, that's the idea that you master those. You master your thinking and your behavior within those laws until you've got it. Like you can do it every time. You can do it every time. Then you have to do it every time within other areas of your life. So it's, you start off with the thing that you want the most because that's the thing that's going to help you break through the fear and the resistance. And you get that and you really get that mastered so that there's no doubt in your mind that it doesn't work. And then you can add it to anything that you want. That's why the desire is so very important in the beginning, because you need to break through. You have to have something that you desire so much that you're willing to take the chance of being wrong. You're willing to take the chance of failing. And you keep going until you get it. That's probably the biggest common principle that everybody who succeeds has. They won't quit. They won't quit. It's just like in Whiplash. He would not get discouraged. That's really true would not get discouraged. But you have to keep 
your focus on that desire. You have to keep it up every day. Every day, there's other, you know, say you have the desire here, okay? Every day, there's things coming into your life, emails, social media, other individuals that are telling you things that if you don't pay attention to this, eventually, it's like it squashes it down. And you get confused, and you can't even remember why you want what you wanted. So it's important that you keep that up where you can see it, where you can be clear about it every single day and really think, how am I making decisions? Am I making them from my desire according to the laws or am I making decisions based on what I don't have or what I'm afraid is gonna go wrong? And then you systematically have to begin to change that every single day. If you follow that road, it will get easier as you go. You just have to keep doing it. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.